Hello and welcome to Lifetime on Court, the podcast where we discuss your favorite made-for-TV movies. Whether you love to hate watch or hate yourself for loving them, grab a glass of your favorite cocktail and join us. I am your host, Patrick Serrano, and my guests today are... I am Drew Current. And I am Amy Cooey. Yeah. Yes, you Amy are. Amy back again. Yes, remember... I'm sure you remember. Yes, I, was, I thought you were going to say the movie. I'm like, wow, that's amazing that I you remember. remember. I wish I would have. I was like, I should have. Yeah, well, it's, it's okay. It's, it's all right. Uh, but you were here, mm-hmm. and now you're back. And mm-hmm. that's the important part. We yes. just do too many episodes. We, we can't. We don't know. I know. I'm, whenever someone comes back, I'm like, so did you do a Christmas? Or did you <laughs> do a lifetime? Yeah. Or I don't know. But yeah. That would have been my clue. We, I would have been like. We have over 100 episodes. Guests. Yeah. I was on a Christmas episode, so that narrows it down. Okay, it so does. go look back, find the Kui Christmas episode, mm-hmm. and then come back, because this is not the Kui Christmas episode. This is very dark. I do remember that you you put a cork in whatever movie that we oh, were Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I think you did, too. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, I yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. Um, boo. Yes, I remember you coming over, and you came over this time, and we had a little charcuterie, and we drank uh, wine, uh, or you drank whiskey, I drank wine, and was, it was so nice. Was it was such a nice evening. I wish I was there. I just can't. You, you don't allow me to watch these. You're not allowed. You don't get this experience, but maybe when I have my housewarming party someday. Okay. Mm. Well, you know? Well, fine. Promises into the future with I've Patrick's lived, I've lived there like six months, so. I don't know when that housewarming party's <laughs> happening, but whatever. Oh, no, you just get it. We're, yeah. we're so. here almost two years, and we still haven't had ours. So. Exactly. But we will. But we will. Okay. I can't wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. Uh, so, yeah. So, the movie today we're talking about, I mentioned, is Little Dark because it's based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Um, and the true story had a documentary on HBO, and it was called Mommy, De- Mommy Dearest Death, Mommy Dearest Death, Love You Baby Girl. Well, love You Baby Girl, <laughs> Mommy Dearest I Death. forget. It's like Mommy Dearest and Death Mommy or something? Mommy Dead and Dearest. There you go. Mommy there Dead go. and Dearest. And That's it was, confusing. I was like in my queue of like things I wanted to watch because mm-hmm. it was like, oh, it must be about Mommy Dearest, my favorite movie. Uh, <laughs> non-ironic. No wire hangers. Like, yeah, seriously, probably my favorite movie. And, and, yeah. uh, but I was like, but it doesn't look like Mommy Dearest on the cover of that documentary poster, yep. so I'm going to skip it until I know what it is. Well, I forgot, and now we're here. A Lifetime yeah. movie brought it to my attention, so now we are going to talk about the Lifetime movie uh, and maybe the documentary after that. Yes. Because, so they uh, made the movie out of the... Yeah, yeah. They, they made the movie based was a, on the successful documentary. Was HBO, the HBO one? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. I watched that. Okay. So, so I watched the documentary. So good. So I'm very excited to hear about how Lifetime created the right. movie out of it. I would say, just to preface so you understand, mm-hmm. you know like when somebody says, oh, I have a shirt like that, except mm-hmm. it's a turtleneck mm-hmm. and white. Oh, but I'm wearing a black t-shirt? Right. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um. And also, wait, do you think your shirt's black? No, no, not oh, right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like, that's a whole other conversation. That's okay. a whole. Drew is not wearing a shirt. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not. What do you, do you think I'm wearing a shirt? Is my question right back at you. Right. Okay. So, the movie today we're talking about is Love You to Death. Oh, boy. It stars Marsha Gay Harden. Drew, you might know her from winning an Oscar. She's an Oscar winning actress uh-huh. for Pollock. Yep. 
I remember her. In 2000-ish. Mystic mm-hmm. River, too. Yeah. Mystic River. She was nominated. She did not win. Yep. Um, it also stars Tate Donovan and Emily Skeggs. Oh, I would Emily say Skaggs. Oh, thank God. if you had a Emily little bit Skaggs. of like a squint, she kind of looks like Miley Cyrus. Mm-hmm. Squinty. Yes. I'm she, just saying, thank God Emily Skeggs is in this movie. Well, yes. And she's a Broadway <laughs> actress. This is her first like movie movie. Good. Um, and she was in Fun Home. Mm-hmm. She was Medium Allison. So she's falling in love with Joan. Oh, okay. For yeah. the Broadway people out there, mm. just know I see you and I hear you and I'm not one of you, but I know about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's my job as a gay person to know about Broadway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. It, it is, is actually your job. One it's of the your, requirements. It's, it's your part-time job. Right. I mean, I, this is my full-time job. I wish. On your gay resume, it is under skills. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. That and uh, jump rope. Mm. <laughs> uh, skip it. <laughs> you can skip. Yes. You can skip it. All right. So we start off. We're in Joplin, Missouri. It's mm-hmm. 2013. Okay. Um, and the pol- Joplin, Missouri. Yeah. Okay. Where those tornadoes happen. I have been there. Yeah. Multiple times. Yes. Okay. Well, I hope you're not there now because the police show up to a house, and it's like a murder horror house. Okay. Okay. There is. Everything's turned over, all over apart. It, it looks like somebody robbed the place, mm-hmm. yeah. but like is like looking for like I don't know, uh, like the the deed to, you know, something yeah, that you would tear looking, a, yeah, they're looking a place for. for. Yeah. They're um, looking for gold. There's pills everywhere, uh, pill bottles everywhere. That's a that's a shame. I know. I'm sorry. So many good pills. R.I.P. pills. <laughs> and. It's crazy. In the back bedroom, there is blood all over the floor. And then you see a bloody hand, and it's like hanging over a thing, and it has pink nail polish on. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh my God, we're starting here. Someone that's, died. That's a clue. Pink nail polish. Right? Mm-hmm. And if you had watched the documentary, you would know who died. I didn't know who died, and I was very scared, and I oh. really was like, oh my God. Oh, that's how they did that. I was like, okay. I'm coming at yeah. it. Fresh virgin eyes. Uh-huh. I thought, and I might be right. I thought the daughter died because she has cancer and she's the cancer daughter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. He did. I did. I did. So, I mean, that's a good, like, from what you're, the start of that. From the trailer, from the poster. The poster has Marsha Gay Harden. You have a correct. In, like, a, yeah. a robe and she's, like, holding a sickly daughter. Mm-hmm. Seems like the daughter's going to die. Yep. Right? Yep. So, next, we get the opening credits and they're interspersed with photos of Marsha Gay Harden. Um, who I will mm-hmm. now refer to as MGH. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That and her, her sickly daughter. They look very happy, um, minus the cancer part. <laughs> and <laughs> Minus that part. And then we get the title card. And it's like, love you to death. Oh, and it's like, no. Lifetime Presents. You know it's serious when it says Lifetime Presents, then the title. Love mm. you to death. Yeah. That means they're spending the money on this movie. They spent money on this movie. So mm-hmm. it, mean, it means it's a lifetime movie. Right. Not just like an... Uh, not something they acquired. Right. Not yeah. something they just like threw together in a week. This like took probably a month or two weeks. Presented by... It took, it took by. at least three weeks. Right. To me. We'll yeah. see. We'll call Marsha Gay Harden and ask. We'll say, girl. MGH, what, what happened? is the girl, news? what happened with this? So we flash back to 2013. So that's like, you know. Um, so long ago. Oh, wait. No, it oh, is. It's just two months. Two months. months. Yeah. Yeah. August. And, from We go from November to August. 
Okay. Yes. We go from fall Back to the to beginning summer. of fall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we meet Esme. <laughs> Esme is the sick daughter. That's uh-huh. her name in this movie. Okay. And, which is short for Esmeralda, if you didn't know. And how cute is that, like, That's like abbreviation? Yeah. Esme. Esme. Love it. Esme. 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 She, oh, um, so she's a witch. She's a witch. And she's getting treated by doctors, and she's afraid of shots, which must be a very tough life yeah. if she's a sickly child and mm-hmm. she's afraid of shots. She's like, no, 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 Every time. Every time. Oh, yeah. Boy. But Camille, MGH, soothes her, soothes, soothes her, soothes, soothes, soothes her, and she's like, the doctor, um, she doesn't understand why God would, like, do this to them, yeah, and the doctor's like, don't worry, I'll prescribe more medicine, and we'll make this right, mm-hmm. okay? And, and we'll, we'll make her not believe in God That's anymore. what the thing that, like, sticks out right away when you know that you're supposed to just be in the lifetime world. You're supposed to just be like, I don't know, almost like sci-fi rules. If they don't explain it, it just is. Right. Fine. But how do you just fake medical things? That's the first thing I think of. I look Mm -hmm. at that and I'm like, you can't fake that stuff in a hospital with a doctor. You just can't do it. I, you can't, well. The The symptoms. It's like her tummy hurts. The symptoms. Like, so if you're, if you're like, this is why the, you know, in real life, this kind of person was like, I, I don't feel good. I just don't feel good. I don't feel good. I don't feel good. No matter what, no matter what tests they do. And they go like, you're fine physically. Like, so something is mentally wrong with you. Mm -hmm. So you see this doctor or some, you know what I mean? Like they're, but they're like, oh no, but if you are actually feeling pain, cause we can't feel your pain. So we have to, you're like, saying it's a 10. We have to take it seriously. If you're saying like you're at a 10, you're at the, the real, like the red face. Yeah. <laughs> like, on the, of, yeah, of, on, the, on the face. I know the faces. I've had surgery. I know the faces. We have to like, we have to take that seriously. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's mostly the mom, MGH, saying things on behalf of right. Esme, the daughter. Yep. So um, they're shopping for hats, as you do when you have cancer. Yeah. And you got sh- to shop for those hats. Travis, the dad, shows up and he's like, Oh, what are you guys doing here without me? And the mom, like, freaks out. She's like, No, get out of here. You're trash. You're garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, you. Uh, are like trying to kidnap my daughter and calling her like derogatory names for mentally disabled people. And he's like, no, I just came to see how you guys are doing. And that's literally, he seems like totally not a bad guy in the movie. Yeah. He's not, you know? Yeah. And Marsh K. Harden at this time, we should mention true Mm -hmm. since it's a movie that you haven't seen. Yeah. Is in a crazy fat suit. Like shady. What? Shaming fat suit like quote unquote this is the character meanwhile though just Wait. just so we know okay she's playing camille mm-hmm. sure fine sure but does the fat suit is that a necessity to get this story across or so could she just be wearing some baggy clothes it's ta- like but you're talking about like okay so they're trying to play this person like legit mm-hmm. and they're like Okay, makeup wise, in a fat suit, she has clothes on, and under her clothes, it's like a styrofoam padding or whatever. You know, like the padding. But it's supposed to, like, as the audience, 
as me, I'm supposed to think that this person's fat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But like, okay. Okay. Like obese. Cool. Like, that's all, yeah. That's what I meant. That's in what I to make clear. a wretched overall dress with padded love handles coming out the sides. Mm-hmm. It was handles. insane. It was crazy. <laughs> to the so, point where it felt uncomfortable. Like, wow. The costume art took some to? liberties, you know? It was, yeah. it was just like. It just made him. Made, made her fat. Just like made her fat. Yeah. Okay. It and was, it was super obvious that it was, it was very oh, yeah. fake padding. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. So things get uh, interesting when a new black doctor shows up at the hospital. Okay. Oh, he's and, black. Yeah, and he's like, is he hot? Uh, he was just like an older black man, you know, like but he's like cute, sage, though. you know. Yeah, he's a sage. Um, <laughs> but he... like, was he hot? No, I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> Not the hottest in the movie. No. Don't worry, I'll let you know. But he's a hot so he's like, let me order some x-rays because this isn't adding up. This is very suspicious. And I don't believe you, um, MGH, like this is not true, mm-hmm. you know? And they, like, she's very not happy about this doctor switch. Yeah. Very not happy. Right, because the, her doctor. The other doctor was just it. like, here's a pill prescription. Pills. Bye. Pills. You, you're sick and everything's sick. So we get some random ass neighbors that show up. Yes. And the neighbor, it's like a, a girl neighbor and a boy neighbor. Yes. And they're, mm-hmm. co- I don't know, college age? Oh, no. I would assume like early 30s. Um, but the boy neighbor has a very nice likeness to Drew Bear, the co-host of Lifetime Uncorked. Oh, me? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Me? He looked like you. Dark he looked beard, like dark eyes. I mean, I, I was into it. I like this guy. Yeah. yeah. I like this guy. Well, and the neighbors, they're like, <laughs> they come over and they're like, they're both like, they're out of place in this movie. They, I don't know who they were supposed to be. Um, but they are like, hey, Esme, we're, we're going to that video game convention and... They bring over a wig for her to wear, like a blue wig, Mm -hmm. because I guess that's what the character in the video game wears. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And her mom is like, I'm not having my daughter go to a sex convention. (laughs) That's not happening. And this is the first time we also find (laughs) out about this convention. Right. But the way it was discussed and played and talked about was as if we already knew about it. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like, wait, huh? Like, oh, uh, okay. Sci-fi roles. Like they were like yes. winking at it. You'd no, be like, no, you know, no, no, no. They, it was just like, oh, it was like here's a, we got her a present. Here you go. For the convention. Who got you know, her a present? The, the neighbors. The neighbors. They did. got her the wig. But Marsha Gay Harden is like, oh, um, if you're going to the sex convention, I'm going because I need to make sure my daughter keeps it PG. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they, because if she it's puts a on video this wig. Game convention, not a sex convention. The video game okay. is called Star Charter. P.S. Star Trek. I want to so, go to that convention. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's probably I pers- fake. I personally want to go to that. But P.S. <laughs> if she is wearing blue wigs with bangs, mm-hmm. much more sexy than a middle part, just so you know, for wig sexiness. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I get it. I if get it. her daughter is going wearing a blue wig with bangs to a sex convention, she can no longer feel good about handing her a sippy cup to drink out of. Mm-hmm. Because that's what she predominantly drinks out of during the movie is a sippy cup. She drinks out of a sippy cup? Yeah. Well, because she's basically like a human baby. Yes. Is how they're portraying her. Oh, wow. Yeah. She's okay, got like so glasses. She's, like, she's got like 
bald head. She's got, she talks like a little baby. Wears child's clothing. Like, you know, like, um, it's, it's like a sparkly heart with like ruffle sleeves. Mm-hmm. Okay. But she's okay. 17. But so she's ready to like get out there and like go do stuff. Okay. So she's okay. at the convention and she's like, I have to use the bathroom. She's in a wheelchair because, you know, she can't walk or anything. Um, and she ditches oh, her mom. Right. Okay. And uh, MGH is like freaking out because she's like, where is Esme? Where is Esme? She goes in the bathroom and totally gone. The handicapped bathroom stall is empty. Mm-hmm. She runs and she finds a, a man like standing over Esme. A hooded figure. Yes. Oh. And we assume that things got a little more rated, not peachy. And if mm-hmm. I may, but then that he painted takes his off, and he's like, he's like, hey, oh, <laughs> oh no, God, he, he runs away. Oh, no. he, he runs, runs away, away like a thief in the okay. night. Yes, no, I know. but they painted that like that was like, like, oh my gosh, I don't know how other people felt when they were watching it. But I was scared. Coming, <laughs> Patrick absolutely was scared many times during mm. this, and I will let you all know about all of the times that he was. Besides the point that yeah. I do have a note here that says drinks with no ice. Patrick, that was one of the things he noticed. And he, he was frightened. <laughs> yes. Oh. I can see him being Clutched his pearls. He's like, you have to have ice. <laughs> but it just, the way that they painted that was so weird because it absolutely looked like something had happened to her. And mm-hmm. when I mean that, I mean like something sexual. Yes. Because she's molested. crying. Her blue makeup is smeared. Yeah. He ran off. You know, it just, oh, it was a very oh, interesting okay. way to do that scene. It was very scary. So the next day, MGH pawns a watch in exchange for a gun to protect her daughter. And she's like, I'm going to protect my daughter. That's what she said. Mm -hmm. And the the pawn shop guy's like, "Uh, a watch for a gun? Seems legit. Whatever. No big deal. Yeah. What's this watch? Yeah, this watch looks legit. $80. $80. Yeah, I like this watch. This is worth more than $80. Classic pawn shop back and forth. Oh, this watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know this watch. Mm -hmm. I'm a pawn shop guy. I know watches. And MGH also protects her daughter from the black doctor because he's trying to treat her, but he's like touching her and like making her take off her shirt. Uh And she's like, that's not PG. I don't have that in my family. We only watch PG movies. Uh Uh Uh, Home Alone. That's fine. Uh Uh, (laughs) And don't worry. I don't don't know a PG-13 movie. I'm really trying hard to think of one. (laughs) Ready Player One. Not in my house. You know what's a PG-13 movie? (laughs) What? Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. Oh. Not my house, MGH. Not my house. Get out of here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, But the doctor is like trying. Fast and Furious. First one. The doctor's PG-13. like really trying to like. Yes. Get her better. Yes. This doctor is in it to win it. Mm-hmm. And whenever she kind of is like, we've already got this figured out. Our first doctor had it figured out. This doctor's like, well. That doctor was doing things incorrectly, oh, and I'm here uh-oh. to do things correctly. So he's like, that doctor's stupid. Yes, I'm a yes, good doctor. Yes. And they're a bad doctor. So MGH is like, never touch my daughter again. I'm getting out of here. It's late at night at the house. Uh, they're painting each other's nails, mom and daughter. Oh, I was What's trying, that mean? I was trying to paint the scene. I think, oh. I think he was trying to do crickets. Oh, cool. I was trying to do crickets. So, um... Then someone breaks into the house. Mm-hmm. Esme is like in her room or something. What? 
or no, they break into the room. Sleeping. Yeah. They like break the window uh-huh. and Marsha K. Harden chases after them. She pulls out the gun. She bought the pawn shop and just starts shooting down the street in the middle of the street. She's like, bum, 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 bum. Open. open. Yep. 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 Yeah. Right in the middle of the street. I mean, totally. That's what I would do. Shooting straight down the street. I'd be like, get the... And the best part is, as soon as that scene's kind of done, the next scene we see is small children jumping rope and playing in that street. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, just last night, gunshots and robberies. And today, la, la, but children, la. children are like, fuck that. Yes. Yeah. No. Like, we're going to no, play. No one gonna, No one going to take our fun We're going to play in our yard. <laughs> no one going to take our fun away. Mm-hmm. So... MGH has a nightmare and she's like walking through an alley and uh, it's very creepy and she sees the wheelchair and she's like, Esme, Esme. And she goes to the wheelchair. The wheelchair is empty. Cut to 2005. Whoa. It just like skips. Yep. Yes. What was, wait, what was the year that it was? 2013. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we find ourselves in Shreveport, Louisiana in 2005. Yes, oh, like that. Okay, like okay. we see, we see Esme sucking her thumb in bed. Cut to Street Part two thousand five. Yeah. So now we are getting Esme's perspective. Okay. Yes. Okay. So they okay. really set that twist Ooh. up hard, where oh, they're okay. just like, "Oh, but because I'm in." Side note, asterisk over to the side. I'm watching this, going like, "What the Raz cakes? Like, what is happening? Like, what the Raz?" And cakes? I'm watching it like, "MGH, you in trouble, girl? You better look out! <laughs> look out, girl!" <laughs> I, um, yeah, I'm like, someone trying to get your daughter. You better protect your daughter. That's what I thought. I I agree with what the Raz cakes. Well, see, thank you. Well, that's what you think, but that's uh, don't don't. But as soon as it flipped, I was super into it. Okay, you know what I mean. I'm saying like, you guys saw the documentary before the movie. I didn't. I'm like most I know, of America. This is I like this is new. I don't. I, I know, this I is am. not part of the documentary. Well, <laughs> any of that. Yeah. Right. So, um, Esme, little Esme, I'm gonna call her. Mm-hmm. Um, she likes to be called Esmeralda, Esme. Because she likes Hunchback of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. She likes Demi Moore. That's She's fair. the only person who probably likes Demi Moore. Um, <laughs> you know, I call her Demi Moore. Two people Demi have at Moore? least liked her. There's there's a few people that Ashton, liked her. Bruce. Yeah. G.I. Joe. I mean, I liked her at one point. Oh, G.I. Jane. I, won't, I liked her at one point. Mm, I don't when know. I she's was, always been questionable to me. When I was me. younger, I was like, yeah, she's a woman and she's but cute. Ah, I'm a kid. S- yes. Yeah. Well, yes. So the doctors tell MGH that uh, Esme has been misdiagnosed. And, oh. you know, oh, she's not right. well enough to be walking, but it doesn't mean she can't be walking, you mm-hmm. know? Yes. And MGH is like not having it. She's like, we're moving. We're going to start a treatment with a real doctor, not you lying doctors. They yeah. move to Joplin. Uh, they go to uh, a knockoff Costco. But she walked. Oh, and then, yeah. And the mom, like, well, at MGH the Costco. runs over and puts her back into bed. Yes. So they're at the price save with a dollar sign for the ass. Yep. And MGH is like, okay. <laughs> Esme's like, can I get the, the goldfish from the shelf? And she goes and gets it. And 
uh, MGH is like, no, you're supposed to be pretending to be sick. Sit back in the chair. And she's like, okay. And mm-hmm. she sits back. She's like, oh, but there's peanut butter pretzels over there. Can I grab those? And, and she's like, yeah, she's no, like, yeah just no. do it real quick. Yeah, but, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, peanut butter pretzels. <laughs> yes. I mean, peanut, peanut butter pretzels. No, but the manager uh, like comes around. And she's like, you're embarrassing me in front of the manager. And she works like the manager to get all her mm-hmm. food for free from the fake Costco because she's Perfect. using sympathy Brilliant. to get things that she wants. And one single tear goes down Esme's cheek. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's true. That sounds like that's these how bad peop- it was. No, these people are the fucking worst. The, these type of people. I mean, anyway. Well, no, right. So we flashed. I thought to- you were talking about grocery store managers. I was right. like, true. Oh, uh, they are. Oh, God. They- I hate grocery, grocery managers. Let me tell you something about. No. They're the worst. <laughs> uh, we flashed a teenage Esme now, and mm-hmm. MGH is like cutting her hair and. and uh, taping down her her breast with uh, like bi- what is bandage. that ace bandages? So her little arms So she are looks up. like a little girl. So she's shaving her head, so she looks like she has cancer. She's putting down her breast, so she looks like she's like very sickly. Oh right. She okay. puts the glasses on, and and Esme's like, I don't even need these. I c- I can see fine I, without them. I'm fine. I have twenty twenty. Like I don't need these. But the sickness is like meticulously planned by MGH. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Esme just goes along with it because she's brainwashed. Is what I'm thinking at this point. Um, and her mom's like insane and like, I feel really bad for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, abused to the point of no return. Yeah. But maybe I don't feel so bad because is Esme in on this con because she gets oh. a laptop for her birthday and then she starts communicating with her dad and she uh, is like, I need to see my father. And she literally stands up to her mother. She gets up out of the chair and stands up and she's like, I'm fine. I ain't sick. But it's interesting. I'm just, I mean, another little, another little thing. Yeah. Is Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting that in this version of the story, and I lose, I use version of the story lightly. um, It, they paint it to be like the dad is the catalyst for a lot of different things. Right. And I'm like, what is this? Really? Um, Yeah. Wait, he's like, huh? He's like a central character. In this story? Yes. Yeah, and she and Esme no. is like Esme is like, you've been withholding messages from my dad. I want to talk to my dad. Yes, and it's like that's where I just kind of like sat back for a second. I was like, wait a minute, but I just kept it closed because I was respecting Patrick, seeing the true facts of this story for the first time. Wait, yeah. So the dad was in. Okay. Yes. So so okay. But Drew, I mean, I this can, is the I movie. Can talk about this later. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about the documentary yeah, after. Yeah, yeah. So. There's a lunch date where Esme goes with her father and his new wife and she meets a sketchy ass boy at the arcade and he like wins her over by winning all the tickets at the arcade, which if you want to win me over, get me tickets at the arcade. Get me arcade tickets. Let me be able to win that waffle maker. That's how I got this girl that's sitting next to me. I see, I see. Good trick. Um, (laughs) And he gets her a toy or whatever, but then he puts his number on one of the tickets. Oh, okay. Sly, 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 Good sly. move, good move. Did he specifically be like, that's my, or, oh, all, there's a lot of numbers on this ticket? Um, the one I wrote actually is my phone Yeah, number. that's anyway, what he did. That that's what he did. <laughs> um, oh, my God. And MGH is very suspicious of him because she's like, who is this boy? His name's Scott. And Esme and Scott start talking online. Like, stuff like, I want to touch you. Like, I want to touch you stuff. Yeah. Not PG. I, w- I want to touch you thing. That's yeah. what they say. I want to touch you, the letter you. U. And 
that's very PG thirteen. That is not PG. That's not allowed in this house. It's not PG. It's PG thirteen so far. So our black doctor friend is back, and he is like, "Okay, (laughs) I found no bad cells. I can't understand any of these symptoms. They do not make sense. And uh, you know, I think MGH leave leave, and I'm going to talk to Esme alone. Yeah. Talk to her by herself. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, because she's the patient and she's that one. seventeen. Yep. yep. And the doctor is like, "Okay, so <laughs> your old doctor was fired for prescribing medicine that you didn't need. You didn't need it. You're you're telling me that, um, you know, I just want you to be honest. I'm going to lay it all out for uh-huh. you. And I think your mom is maybe making you think that you're sick when you're not, and she just wants attention. She's doing it all for her, and you are." <laughs> you know, a victim in this. And Esme just starts crying hysterical. Mm-hmm. She's like, mommy, mommy. Yeah. Mommy. And the mommy isn't Wait, even in the room. She starts yeah. saying that. Yeah. Crying yeah. for the I mom. think what right. they were trying to do with that is kind of show the, oh my gosh, like the control that the mom had, like when faced with the ability to with tell an adult, what's going on Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. the control and you see that like just an adult a doctor uh, someone that you should be able to tell what's going on but you know that classic shot of like her and then the glass window and then like the mom in the background so Mm -hmm. she's like you know pulling like the wicked stepmother but really the mother type stuff yeah and she's just mommy and out it's like okay yes there's control happening. Mm-hmm. Understood. I got mm-hmm. it. Ah, that's but great. Esme takes a Brilliant. milk bath to calm down. Oh my god! It looked like she was about to shoot her music video. <laughs> it did. It did. As she takes a milk bath. She's yeah. in a bath filled with milk, oh, and all you see is her sweet her little, little bald head and, and her face. I'm coming like what? a wrecking ball. <laughs> Just like that. Why, why is she in a milk bath? It's one one snippet of a scene, but True. it was something that I had to write down so you could know about it. This exactly happened. The, the, completely to this person in real life. What, yeah. But yeah. Like, Just why so would know. they, sorry, I want to go back to this milk bath thing. Here. Yeah. So there, so Have you ever been really stressed and you know, yeah. you know, you're like, what would calm me down? A bath of milk. Uh, a bath of warm milk. <laughs> of course. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I, yeah. that's what I think. Look, this is why, because for instance, the color choices of the house, I'm talking pink room, blue room, purple room, I, this was in the first five minutes of the film. Mm-hmm. And I was just like going like, wow, this is like some real choices. But then as soon as I saw the fat suit, I was like, hmm, yes, we're making hard choices. So in the rule of three, the next hard choice, milk bath. Milk bath. Right. Obviously. Right. It should have I rest my that. case. Like, so that's, that's a good case. S- Thank you. MGH tells Esme that. <laughs> boom, boom. Milk bath. <laughs> MGH tells Esme cool. that she's sick. Don't listen to the doctor. She's sick. And, and you know, uh, then she slaps the shit out of Esme. Yeah. Like, just slaps her around, starts choking her. And she's like, um, or wait, no. Is Esme choking? No, she was choking her. Yeah. And and because Esme was like, I hate you. Mm-hmm. Esme's like, fucking and hurt, crazy, It hurts crazy me bitch. to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Another classic abuse line. Yes. So MGH is like, okay, well, I'm going to tape you to a chair now. And she duct tape her, duct tape her, duct tapes her to a chair. <laughs> I mean, it's not something I say in my everyday life. <laughs> yeah, no, it's no, hard you don't to have say. a lot of practice It's actually for that. hard to say. 
duct. Yes, duct tapes, tapes her. her to a yeah. chair, mm-hmm. and then Esme, Esme, Esme is like, "I'm sorry. I promise I'll behave. I'm really sorry. And I'm good. I'm I didn't good, mean good. to do it." Mm-hmm. So now we're back at the convention from Esme's perspective. Okay, where yes. Patrick says, "A man goes into the girls' room restroom," and he goes, oh. <laughs> "It was funny." Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are you know men's room and women's room. Yeah. So you should use your you're one that's your preferred gender. Yeah, mm-hmm. go to the one that you want. Yes. Um, so Scott comes and he takes Esme away and he's like, I've been thinking naughty things about you. And she's like, me too, baby. Um, and he touches her boob in public. Yeah. What? It, yeah. Like, like it, it would be is... just like if I like, just like put my hand out and like touch a boob. It, it, there was no like. Yes, it would be if Patrick did it. Yeah, it would be like me if I was touching a boob. I would just like touch it. If you're like, okay. um, Like no cuppage, just like palm palm on chest. Well, granted, there wasn't anything to grab. It was all ace bandage down. That's true. But if I may add one of my favorite parts uh, of of the film. Okay. I like to use the word film so people know that how seriously I take uh, my job on Lifetime Uncorked. Lifetime movies are just movies. They're not no, film. It's a film. Okay. In my opinion, in my per- professional opinion. There's no mm-hmm. film involved in Lifetime. Okay, okay. <laughs> moving on. So moving on. There this is a tattoo here. on Scott uh, that has fire and ice. And he says to Esme, do you know what Vikings are? Vikings took over the world, which means we are never going to be apart. Yes. What the fuck? And he's like her prince because she's like a princess, you know? (laughs) And Drew, they kiss and he cuts off a lock of her wig. Of her wig. He cuts off a a lock of her wig and runs away (laughs) because that's when MGH comes Mm -hmm. and she's like, my baby, my baby. And, And then we see what happens when they go home. MGH smashes Esme's computer with a hammer. Because she's like, mm-hmm. you are not talking to any slutty boys. Yep. <laughs> and just love handles, just out and proud. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no, there's like, I, they could have like easily looked up like a, if they were going for like Viking <laughs> shit. Yeah. They could have easily looked up on the internet like a quote, Viking quotes and Viking poems. Oh, they Viking did. I just read things. it to you. Yeah, it sounds legit to me. Fire <laughs> no, no, flames and that's not a. That's <laughs> that sounds good. That no, sounds that's fine. not a Viking yeah. quote. I don't know. You'd be like, "Lo, behold, well, my." Whatever the quote is, Esme smitten, and that's she true. gets a burner phone, and she arranges for Scott to come get her. Okay. <laughs> she gets a burner and a bra. Where did she get these things? At burner bra. Burner bra. That's I all they sell. Burner bra. Burners at bras. It's called burner bra bra. Come on down to burner bras. That's we a got good, your bras. That's we a got good your name. I like Come that. on down to burner bra bar. I enjoy that. Yeah. Um, so she packs a bag. <laughs> she puts her bra in there in a Comic Con costume and she's ready to make her escape. And Scott shows up at the front door and he attacks MGH. Uh oh. And Esme runs to the bathroom. She's like freaking out and she's like covering her ears. And mm-hmm. the mom's like screaming bloody murder. And, um, you know, Scott, like, kills her. And then they ran away together. And I th- was like, Scott killed MGH? What the hell? What? I yeah. did not and that's see it. this coming. Yeah, Petra said, I didn't think it was her dead at the end. 
Yeah, I was so shocked. So okay. now they're on the run together, which is like, where is this movie going? I'm I'm so shocked by this. Yes. Oh, boy. Okay, We're both so grossed more- out because her feet are on the windshield, which only reminds me of Grindhouse. I, oh. I used to put my feet up. Until that. Until that movie. And yes. then, you know, remember when like Rose McGowan is like split oh, in half? Just, yep. yeah, I don't yeah. put my feet up. Nope. Anymore. Yeah. Never, never. That's a, that's a young girl's move. <laughs> yes. Um, but they put their head outside the window. They're like on a road trip. They're like having so much yeah. fun. And there's no way that blue wig would stay on her head if it's mm-hmm. fully out the window. Yeah. I mean, maybe and, she had her shit diet. I don't well, know. And I'm like, this she is very dangerous. Hair. It's very clear Esme needs her mom to keep her in line because she's just gone off the rails so quickly. She's turned into a really bad girl. Yeah. So, so there's, okay. Yeah. yeah. Feet on the windows. Chugging vodka. I mean, yeah. That's the worst Patrick says, "What is she smoking? Crack?" And then we even yeah, see f- doing it. Okay, but yeah. Feet on the windows, it. but feet yeah, on the feet windows. on the windows is the worst. I mean, crack is great. I mean, it's great. But I learned something based <laughs> yes. off of Patrick's, you know, full grown knowledge of Lifetime movies because they were doing it, and I was like, "Oh, that's the that's what got me right." Because he's being got by all the gore and all the this and all the that, you know. Mm. But me, I'm getting got by the sex scene. I'm like, "Oh, oh my god, Lifetime! What?" And Patrick <gasps> is just like that? strong mailbacks and lots of thrusting. <laughs> and that's yeah, no, that <laughs> that is what a Lifetime, lifetime. sex scene needs yeah. to be. Yeah, I was mailbag. like, I want that as a bumper sticker like, on my no, car. But you sh- but like the drug use, that's. That's different. Yeah. That is different with Lifetime. Like, So mm-hmm. after they fornicate. Is it explicit drug use? Um, no, it's oh. just implied. It's implied. It's implied. Oh, Everything so. in this whole yes. part oh. of it is implied. I mean, so they go on a playground and they're playing in slow motion. And Esme has a blonde wig on now. And they go swimming in a pool in the rain, which, you know, is the best time to swim in a pool. What the fuck is It's happening? very romantic. Okay. And um, they're supposed to be like, Esme's like enjoying her freedom now without like her mom. Mm-hmm. So she's like, you know, she's free. She's swimming in a pool she's in the free rain. From her What's more free than that? Free from her crazy but mom. But as yeah. they're underwater and they're like kissing underwater, her which mom is stupid. Don't up. kiss underwater. That's stupid. No, don't, uh, I've don't tried do it. it. And uh, it's stupid. It doesn't. It's you weird. see the lights, the police room. lights, like blue. It's actually red, the prettiest blue, shot red. in the it's whole. A, it's very film well shot. Where the movie is well shot in underwater, general. and then yes, the blue and the red is reflecting in the water, and so it's actually a beautiful shot because you've got the pool light, you've got the silhouettes of them kissing, young love, mm-hmm. you've got the little dancing raindrops on top of the pool yes. and then you've got the red and blue and red and blue and red and blue and then you've got Ooh, them looking funny. and turning and you're like okay. wow if any of this actually happened which it did not this is the prettiest shot in the whole film yeah <laughs> so they surface for air and the police are there with gun <laughs> holding them at gunpoint and I'm not kidding you Drew Esme and Scott are screaming for each other they're being pulled away and and he's like, Esme! And she's like, Scott! And he's like, Esme! Perfect. And she's like, Scott! Perfect. I love each other. Then- Esme! <laughs> Scott! But then, Esme! but then she's like, Mom, I miss my mom. Yeah. So later in and jail. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, goes, later in jail. It goes to jail. Esme Good. is offered a plea deal. Mm-hmm. She's being tried as an adult because she's not 17. Da, da, da. She's 21. Shook. And I was like, yeah. excuse me? Mm-hmm. How did she not know? And why mom, didn't her, her dad mom, tell her? Her mom faked her fucking things. Well, and her dad's like, we'll visit you in jail. And yep. there'll be a, a day when you can fly. And 
and uh, you know, be be who you're supposed to be. <laughs> her, da- her dad is actually like, uh, well, I didn't tell her because I I didn't want to deal with. I actually didn't want to deal with her mom ever mm-hmm. again because it's she's the craziest human being I've ever fucking. Well, right. And I'm scared, and I never, yes. and I'm so sorry, Shugs. So you know. <laughs> So yes, so that's the movie, Drew. Yeah. Um, so before we get into our documentary, po- well, the last part of the line though was just oh. like he was like, "Your mama was sick, not you." Mm-hmm. So we get this like closure. Yes. It was like the du- the dad and closure. Your mom mm-hmm. sick, so not you. from my perspective on the movie, mm-hmm. I would say that. The daughter is a victim. The mom is crazy. Mm-hmm. She deserves to die. And, yeah. you know, that's my perspective when I watched the movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I did watch the documentary. You did. And my perspective has totally changed. Really? So, oh. Oh. So we're going to go around the table. We're oh going to pour God. it up and put a cork in it on the movie. On the movie. And that then you for just our B segment, to me. instead yeah. of doing Candace, we'll talk about the documentary. So. We'll start with Cooey. On oh the movie, goodness. are you going to pour it up or put a cork in it? Patrick, I do not know how many times that this has happened to a guest on your show or yourself or even Drew for that matter, where you're torn. Mm-hmm. Truly. Oh, yeah. No, there's a lot of I would like to things. pour it up because it did tell a good story, had some good shots, and was kind of like, wow, I can't believe something like this happened. Right. But I would also like to put a cork in what I pour up mm-hmm. because of the fact Ooh, that we're going meta. There are people out there that do not watch this type of movie, but they watch lifetime. Like they don't watch this documentary. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Right. right they right. don't listen to this podcast. They not this one, but that. T- sure. Okay. I know. There's the people know that are saying. like, I don't mind watching 2020, but I'm not going to watch, you know, a, a documentary on real murder. Mm-hmm. Right. So the reason why I'm putting a little bit of a cork in what I poured up is because some people think that this is what happened real and and what is going on. Right. When in re- actuality, it's just like the fakest of fake news. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of doing both, and I'm sorry. I, I've been That's fine. running my wheels in it all week. It's fine. There's no rules. There's no rules. Okay, great. No Phew. True. Feel so much better. What about you? I'm going to pour it up. Am you, I? You guys, had, you guys had me. So, like, there was, a, there was a moment where I forgot that we were talking about this actual thing right because i was like what wait i was looking at both of you i was like what what's going on yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna pour it up because of that okay i'm gonna pour it up because of that you, um, trick, you tricked me even though i know the story exactly, i know what we're talking exactly. about <laughs> so that's the crazy thing right so for a lifetime movie based on the things that we talk about in a lifetime movies yeah it had the twist it had the turns it, i i had moments where i was genuinely shocked and i was like whoa we're going at it from her perspective now mm-hmm. whoa we had the mom's perspective on the same events that's like really cool in a movie and very hard to do well um, yeah, that's to like cool. film Actually, a same scene from different tell, perspectives. You yeah. didn't even tell me that that's how I, that happened. Yeah, that flip, happen. that yeah. flip was the part flip about was pouring it up that's because fun. I'm like, wow, I really, 
now we see the other side. I like the flip of the coin. The Thank acting you. was very good. Like good. everything was solid about this one. I mean, you have an Oscar winning actress in it and I don't like Marsha Gay Harden. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why I hate her, but I just do. Sorry, girl. <laughs> I don't like you. Sometimes um, when well, actresses she, she play characters. Podcast. I know she does. Right. Yes. So. MGH. So you're sorry. I'm sorry. You're great. You're, you're a legend. You're great. It's like you're good enough th- that I didn't name name you your character. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> it's the same reason why I don't like Penelope Cruz. Right. She tends to play characters that really upset me. So I have associated it with her. Right. Yeah. That's the same thing. So yeah. So I'm pouring it up <laughs> for that. But we can't go without our second segment, mm. which is going to be called. Um, I don't know what I'm going to call it. Mm. Let me make up a song right now. Mm. Do you have a mommy? <laughs> is she a munch? What is it called? Munchausen syndrome. <laughs> Do, you Do you want her daddy? <laughs> Munchausen syndrome. By proxy. By yes. Proxy. Okay, great. This is our second <laughs> segment our about segment. the uh, the documentary, uh, Mommy Dearest, Death and Mommy Dearest, or whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. You know, Mommy Dead and Dearest, I think is what I said. Mommy Dead and Dearest. Mommy Dead and Dearest. So I had the pleasure of watching this um, before, uh, you know, after we, we watched the movie because I was curious and mm-hmm. it's totally different. Yeah. So I'm going to turn the table over to Kui because um, you know it probably the best um gag <laughs> right well because well, the things that are so different is that the daughter was way more involved in the murder of the mother than the movie oh uh, the, yes it seemed like this yes. it seemed like scott did it and esme was just a victim yes. of yeah. circumstance oh that That's how it seemed in the movie mm-hmm. to me. Scott did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's no. like Scott did oh it. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. No, no. Mm-hmm. That girl murdered her mother straight up. I know. Yes. Just straight up. But did you it. know, I still feel like I don't know. If anybody has an issue with me, I can give you my email. You can haunt me on Instagram. No, don't, it's fine. Don't do that. <laughs> but the issue is. When somebody is pushed to certain extremes, they are going to act extremely. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why there's a saying, don't poke the bear. Poke the bear, you get the claws. Mess with the bull, you get the horns. So on and so forth with animal references. Mm-hmm. So the first major thing, I think, is that like, if you're going to go after a true story, why wouldn't you just like use the real names? Oh, because your story was so twisted from the real thing. Right. Legally, they yeah. probably cannot. Right. No, because Esme, it's still under investigation. Like, you can't, like, you actually can't. It's use... not under investigation. She's I mean, convicted. She's convicted. She's in jail. She's in jail till she's like 34. She in jail and she had hair and but she's wearing it, makeup. Isn't she, like, the reason they can't use the names is because she's appealing it? Probably. No, she absolutely is. And she, she, she oh, I mean, I know, it out I, on know like good I know behavior. she got like that. She did it. She's not like, appealing. She's, it. Okay. Cool. <laughs> no. I thought, I thought that that was the reason they couldn't yeah. use the no. real names. Well, like, and the 10 year sentence that she's serving is like the best case scenario for her because right. she, all the abuse that she, that the real person, Gypsy, yeah. Gypsy Rose Blanchard, mm-hmm. suffered because, I mean, there's no denying that she was fucking yeah, no, chi- abused as up. a child. She got fucked up. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, she was treated with medication that she shouldn't have been on. And it made her sick. Forced to wear glasses she didn't need. Like, there were some facts in the Lifetime movie that absolutely paralleled. But, you know, there was a lot of things that was like, this is absolutely just an exaggeration in order for us to just make our, like, gasp moments. Right. Oh, for sure. Because, like, for instance, like, one of the major things of them getting sympathy and going to this is the real life, which uh, I can refer to like uh, it's Claudine, Dee Dee Blanchard, and uh, Gypsy Rose instead of Esme Esmeralda. So there were times that there was like make a wish things that happened. There was going to Disney World. There was all of these things yeah, that people she did had for a them. Lot of stuff. They were displaced, yeah. quote unquote, from Hurricane Katrina, which sent them to Missouri. Where, you know, in the Lifetime film, it was like, these doctors are not giving me what I want. Right. But within being displaced, if I remember correctly from the documentary, that is how they got that pink house. And -hmm. when I was remembering that, I was like, oh, maybe that's why they took so much liberty with painting all the walls in the Lifetime movie house. All those wild, girly colors is because they did have, you know, a girlishly pink house. Well, I watched a documentary and the colors... Are actually in the real house. Yeah, they were that purple. No, that the that purple was, is totally in there. Yeah, that that's purple mm-hmm. pink, real gym. That was really in the be- in forgot. the bedroom. I apologize. I must have forgot. I mean, look. Wow, the, dude, this is like this is weird and fucked up. Like this is a weird. Like, yes, uh, it is a very strange, uh, like psychological. Absolutely. issue that, mm-hmm. and and very new too like the the idea like yeah what do what do we, what do we call it again what is it the munchausen, munchausen. munchausen by proxy it's, it's actually very it's a very new well and it was in that um, amy adams uh show on hbo did yeah. you watch that yep. Yep. that was so good so it's just like it's so it's such a new version of that or it's, it's like, probably been around forever oh, but nobody has oh no like, it's or exp- it's yeah sorry you know you're right it is it has been it has probably been around since we have been human mm-hmm. it's it's, it, <laughs> like, it's like i guarantee you it's been since we've been human mm-hmm. yes but it is now just going like oh fuck sometimes yep by proxy Fuck, we're we get fucked up by our parents because why wouldn't we listen to our parents? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And our parents completely, absolutely, can can totally manipulate yeah any child ever. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Like that's of course that can happen. Like why would didn't we think that could happen right. ever? You know, like that's well, insane. And that's to where me. I think that like uh, where where I was saying that there's different like ways that we could think about this. Like um, her name is ex- escaping me right now, but the young girl that was convicted of murder for killing her her predator, her the the person that was like using her for sex trafficking. Oh and, gosh. Like I don't know if you know about that case. Um, it's just oh my gosh. Anyway, so here we are convicting a young girl that basically, you know. I could go it was just defen- down no, I mean, a thing. No, but know, like, for instance, like back in the day, it it's defense. like somebody yeah. does something wrong and it's because they listen to heavy metal music. Mm-hmm. And then we get parental advisories on music. Right. And then we have somebody that could be watching horror movies like Friday the 13th, mm. Freddy, whatever you want, Michael Myers, and you see Final Girls. And, and you're I like, do both, I, I do both of those things that you're talking about. And I've killed so many people. You interrupted me for a bit. Sorry. 
Okay. So you, <laughs> you, you see those movies where you're like, if something bad is happen to, happening to me, I'm going to fight back and everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. So then you have like this young girl, like kill her sex trafficker and then she's put to murder. Now I'm not saying that Gypsy Rose had a right to kill her mother, Dee Dee. But what I'm saying is push, 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 bind, 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 medicine, 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 sit in the wheelchair, taped to a wheelchair, belted, whatever. She was forced to sit in a wheelchair for the majority of her life with perfectly fine legs, perfectly fine hair, constantly shaved off, perfectly fine eyes, covered in Coke bottle bottom glasses. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, have an issue with me, y'all. Come at me. But I'm like this. If you finally have a breaking point, you have a breaking point. I'm not saying it's right to commit murder, but I am saying if some, that was a, she basically got rid of somebody that was abusing her. No, it's vigilante justice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, no killer. Which doesn't that. work. Fuck that woman. Vigilante justice does it not It doesn't work. work. I'm not But the idea, like, like think about this. This is what gets me with this does. story. But sometimes it does. Okay. <laughs> the idea that that girl, woman, woman, you wake yeah, up and you find out you're woman. a woman. What movie is that? Almost Famous. When he's like, I'm 12? Because um, he like he yeah. thought he was 10 or something. Anyway, um, like she is happier in prison exactly she's wearing makeup that was what i she got her hair did oh yeah she's 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 wearing what she wants yeah she's like she's walking around and everyone respects me for what i did (laughs) i mean like everyone respects me for what i did when that woman goes out into the world i don't know what's gonna happen to her i I would be very interested what did you think when you saw her the real girl in prison i mean i was it was shocking Mm -hmm. because like she's totally fine She's totally fine. She's not sick She's at all. She's relieved. I know, but it's just like very strange. You're like, oh, like, thank God. Her <laughs> mentally, developmently wise, she has so much growth to, to oh, do. She's so she's going to do out. that in prison. She's got to figure out the. It's like, crazy. How the so world I'm works, scared but... for her to go back into the real world. I kind of think she prison might be better for her. Than I think the honestly, real world. she'd be fine if she just like went back to Canada. And because that's where she was from, right? Shreveport, Louisiana. And then they moved to Missouri. All Canada. Well, you're just used to these movies being in Canada. I'm (laughs) thinking that she should just go to Canada. Okay. She'd be fine. Sounds good. Canadians would be like, okay, hey, hey. We just need to find out what game it was that was like Starter Charter and find her another gamer boyfriend that knows about Vikings. Yes. Real ones. Real ones. Like me. <laughs> All right. Like me. I'm a real back I think that wraps up our conversation <laughs> wow. about Love You to Death. Yes. The Lifetime movie. Mm, 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 mm. What a fun movie. I know. So crazy. Yeah. Yes. And with that being said, I know that it is not necessarily a fun, quote unquote, topic. But yes, it is kind of fun. I had much, I had much more fun watching this than I did the Christmas movies that mm-hmm. I watched. Right. I yeah, mean, totally I different. I don't understand that, but yeah, okay. Totally different. Um, so, Kui, it's pluggy time of the podcast. Do you have anything you'd like to plug at the pluggy time? Oh, my goodness. Well, um, you could follow me on Instagram. Uh, my handles on everything, if you want to just follow everything, is Kui Art, C-O-U-E-Y-A-R-T. 
and I do all kinds of stuff. So follow that so you know all of the things because it would just take too long to tell you all the things I do. A lot mm-hmm. of things. Drew, <laughs> what about you? Uh, you can follow me at uh, Drew Boat with Pants, but you can also follow uh, the other thing that, that uh, Amy does is Art Gym. Oh. At Art Gym. Cool. Uh, yes, new, Art Gym Collective. Thing. It's a new business yeah. that I'm starting, yeah. and it's going to be pretty amazing for so. everyone. Amazing. Gym like and my a, band. Like a workout gym? Yes, mm-hmm. but but through art but for and art. for your mental health and creative awareness. Cool. That's great. Thank you. And my band, The Limbos. You know, we just play band. Yeah, we, yeah, we heard about them. Uh, yeah, Wait, I'm play. sad. Do you not have a What'd You Say Cameron Candice Beret? Not today. Oh. Do you want to listen to the song just for fun? Yes. Okay. <laughs> we're just going to do it. We'll just play the we're, song for fun. We're, uh, we're going to go, yes, go out on this one. Follow yes. me at Patrick Miguel and the podcast at Lifetime in Court. And now we'll play the song. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Catch the bouquet. Candace hates the game.